Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're in episode 42 of season three, the very best one yet. We are launching a new college series edition to our podcast uh, within this season. So I'll keep the introduction short because we have a special guest on today's podcast. We'd like to welcome to the show Maya Dodson. Maya is currently a grad transfer at the University of Notre Dame. She plays on the women's basketball for the Fighting Irish. So welcome to the show, Maya. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on to the Daily Grind. Like I said, our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story and really, you know, get courtside with you uh, on today's episode. So, yes, to get the ball rolling here, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your Daily Grind? Yeah, I'm Maya Dotson. I'm from Georgia. Daily Grind right now, we're in the middle of season, so we're in the middle of ACC play. So I'm just trying to get through uh, grad school. I'm currently looking to get a master's in management in the Mendoza Business School at the University of Notre Dame. So um, I'm enjoying that and then also trying to handle business on the court. So that's my grind right now. Yeah, I like it. You have that business mindset both on and off mindset. the court. Yeah, wonderful. So yeah, that, that's kind of my initial question too. Can you walk us through our Daily Grinder? Like our audience for our, our podcast here is we have our, our current college student, recent grads, and also the younger demographic kind of looking to navigate what they want to do uh, post-grad as well as just kind of achieve their career goals or pro personal goals in general. So can you get us up to speed in regards, you mentioned off-air, uh, grad transfer, you've probably went through a couple different transitions or coming from Stanford to now Notre Dame. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, it was definitely a transi transition. I'm happy that actually one of my former teammates played at Stanford and then went to Notre Dame one year before me. So I was able to get some insight there. But I think the biggest thing is just being open to learn because I'm, I'm older and I'm used to being the oldest on the team. But then when I came to Notre Dame, I had to learn some things, learn the culture and learn where things were on campus. Actually today, I still got lost trying to find where I needed to go. So just kind of learning and just being open to learning. And then also, I think a big thing that's helped me um, at Stanford and at Notre Dame is just having a routine um, for basketball and for school. Usually it stays the same, but semester to semester it can change and I think that's the biggest thing that's helped me is just having the same routine and then you're able to just continue to do that and just grind it out. Yeah really well said just uh, having that routine something that you can look forward to it kind of automates what you do and you don't have to like overthink or complex simple uh, tasks at hand. Yeah because um, like for me personally I love I make sure to stretch every morning so if I have a class I have a class at 9 30 usually this semester so I'll wake up an hour early, make sure I'm able to stretch, and then eat, go to class, make sure I have my lunch, make sure I also look at what my assignments are, think ahead. Um, just having that routine has been very helpful this, this semester and through my whole collegiate career. Definitely. And then would you say, like, too, from, like, an organization perspective, do you, did you kind of come in uh, with that, being able to stay organized and efficient, or is that something you kind of learned over time and strengthened as part of your skill set? 
I think it's a mix of both. Of course, when I came in freshman year, I was all over the place, um, just getting used to like the collegiate experience. But I think after a while, like each semester, I do every first day or first week, I always stress myself out and I always end up figuring out how to manage. So I think even though I have experience and I've been good at time management, I think the biggest thing is realizing that you're going to be nervous when you have to change your routine up. But the biggest thing is to realize that you need to change your routine and then just going with the flow and figuring it out and knowing you'll figure out your routine. And I think that's gone a long way. Yeah, really, really well. And just to add, or uh, I forgot what the common quote is, but, but being comfortable with the uncomfortable, I think you hit the nail on the head in regards to just, uh, you know, entering those unknowns. If you have a new schedule, obviously new classes, new coursework, places to go. Just being able to, once you get into that routine, like you said, I think um, you're able to propel yourself and then not just meet those expectations, but exceed them too. So, yeah, so just speaking about, um, you know, the different transi- the transitions that you had, the different challenges that you faced both on off the court, can you share with us today maybe like a recent challenge that you've had to overcome? Yeah, I think a big challenge last year I decided to opt out. And that was something new that no one really knew about. And hopefully we won't have another pandemic, so we won't have to have another opt-out option. But I think that was the biggest thing for me, saying, oh, I'm going to opt out. And I've been playing basketball since I was six. So taking some time off from playing, it was tough. I still trained, but opting out was the best decision for me. And just navigating, being at home, being in a pandemic, trying to train, staying mentally focus on that next year, knowing that I'll be playing again, but also taking time to kind of figure up different things and enjoying my family and having a different perspective. I think it helped me realize that there's more to basketball. And I think that's more than just basketball in my life. And I think that's helped me become a better person and a better player. So I think that was one of the biggest um, challenges I had recently was opting out, um, being at home and trying to figure out all, all that came with that really well said a lot of people including myself even though I'm not I'm not a basketball player by any means but I had to you know deal with different challenges I think you you have a great example you shared on here on just navigating as a student athlete as well as overcoming those those unknowns those things that come right in front of your radar and how to overcome them and still perform exceptionally well at what you do another question too you mentioned family did family had an influence on basketball for you at an early age? Or how, how'd you get into the sport? So the funny thing is, I started playing soccer. Uh, I could not stand being outside, outdoors. For some reason, I didn't understand why the go-to snack was orange slices. And at that time, I never liked orange slices. So that mix was not good for me. But I remember my dad saying, well you want to play soccer or play basketball? And uh, I said, I want to play basketball. So I just got started from, they put me in a basketball camp and that was pretty much it. For me, basketball has always been something I found passionate and love for. But I think my parents didn't push me to get to enjoy basketball. It's something that I found. And then they also supported me along the way and learned about basketball as I was playing. And I think that's something that I really enjoyed and appreciated through the years. Um, And I think for me, my parents are just happy that basketball has been able to have me be able to go to so many other places, but also get a great education. Um, Academics has always been the biggest thing for me and my family. Um, And when I was looking for a school um, that led me to Stanford and now to Notre Dame. 
as much as I love playing basketball, that it's always about academics in my family. So that's been, um, I just got into basketball because I couldn't go outside and I didn't like orange slices. So soccer wasn't going to cut it for me. Glad you made that made the switch there again. <laughs> I love the reference to it. It's like you take something from uh, at a younger age and it really has an influence on your life going forward in the long term too. It's a positive influence in, <clears throat> in your story, just where you, where you've gone and with ac- from the academics, athletics, um, and for sure probably in your in your full time career outside of outside of the sport too. So the, yeah, the best is yet to come, as we say here on the pod. But you mentioned another keyword too, uh, doing something that you're passionate about, and we really preach that here on the podcast. So I, again, another great example to share with our listeners to in today's episode. Just speaking of, you mentioned it early on. You're, you're in the heart of the season right now. I could go through, I could go through a list and highlight real of, of what you've all accomplished. But I don't want to, I don't want to um, put a timestamp on, on this episode here. But can you maybe tell us about one of your favorite uh, team or career highlights year to date? Um, it could be, you know, currently this season or a past season. Um, I think having the first first home game here at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is just a great place with tradition and family and a wonderful fan base. And I think just the first home game, being able to start seeing all they have green lights going. Every, actually, every home game since, like, I really sit there and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm playing at Notre Dame. So I think that's one of the biggest highlights. But I think recently we played North Carolina and our fans came out and we got the win. And that was super exciting. And I'm looking forward to a lot more games like that. But I'd say... Just playing at home, it's just wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, the camaraderie, the atmosphere, uh, the excitement. Uh, me as a fan, sports fan in general, oh, I love seeing uh, games in person. Uh, I, I know you guys are playing, you know, core from your heart. And the, uh, I'm pretty sure that the fans and crowd atmosphere help hopefully have a positive influence too. <laughs> they, yeah, they do. Uh, it's actually funny. When, when we do miss a shot, you can just hear collected like, oh, and it's like, oh, well, <laughs> we'll make the next one. But they're they're into the game. And it's definitely a total shift when we're playing at a home, at a way, like away games compared to home. Like you, we kind of take advantage of the crowd when we're at home. Mm-hmm. But at away, when we need to get that push, we kind of have to get it from within. So that's why we kind of appreciate the home home advantage even more. Well, respect. We're cheering you virtually here on on the Daily Grind and everything, and pretty sure our listeners are as well. So, yeah, just speaking of the Daily Grind, can you walk us through uh, the day in life of uh, Maya Dodson here? Uh, you could do a game day or a non-game day scenario. Yeah, um, I can do a game day. Uh, both are kind of boring. I kind of stick to routine, but uh, I always start with stretching, and then I usually have class right after after that, we usually have some kind of shoot around. So we go to the gym and uh, have a shoot around. I might have another class. After that, we watch film. After that, we have treatment. So I usually go and get warmed up, get taped. Then we have a walkthrough for the game. I almost forgot pregame meals before taping. But um, and after that, we have the game. Two hours, we're done. Hopefully, we get the W. Then I usually go home, just try to relax and go to bed, and we kind of just keep the cycle. We're away. It can be totally kind of crazy, but I usually try to keep the same same routine as usual. Oh, that's great. Yeah, way to shed some light. Uh, I love the visuals too. It's like always cool to hear what, what goes on the, in the shoes of an athlete. 
That's awesome. So yeah, speaking of the Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does the Daily Grind mean to you? Um, I think just it means just sticking with it, um, being intentional, knowing what you want to do. And through the ups and downs, just keeping the same mentality and just keep moving forward, not giving up. So I think it's very easy, especially now um, we're in the thick of ACC play. It's January. You want to get to March, but you have to realize that it's a grind to get there and every game matters. So every game, I just try to go out and play like that's the last one or just focus on that one game. One thing I started to do recently when I play is I have some tape on my wrist and I write something down for that game. It could be like trust. It can be something just random that I'm thinking of for that game. Um, just to make sure that I mentally stay in that moment and I'm not thinking of something else or thinking about the two, two games afterwards and just kind of staying in that daily grind. Oh, really well said, Maya. I, I enjoy that too. It motivates us here on today's podcast. So yes, we have made it to our rapid fire section. So we're going to ask you top 10 faves and whatnot. So love to hear uh, what you're thinking on, on the spot. So yeah, the first one we have here, uh, favorite game day breakfast meal. Mm, oatmeal. I mean, I eat oatmeal, if, even if it's not game day. That's my go-to <laughs> breakfast, but oatmeal. All right. There's oatmeal there, I'm happy. Yeah, oh, for sure. All right. How about uh, favorite song or, like, walk-up music? Uh, I'd say favorite song is Worldwide Women by Beyonce. Um, it's not really known, but I like to listen to it and just think of, okay, like, I keep grinding. I'm going to get where I want to be. Um, so I love that song. All right, yeah, add into the playlist. Uh, favorite city, state, or school that you've traveled to? If I was going to say s- school, I'd say when we played UCLA or USC because we were able to go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. So maybe it wasn't the school, but <laughs> going to that one restaurant <laughs> made it fun. All right, yeah, that kind of leads me to my next question. Favorite uh, foodie spots? You could say something on campus or off campus. See, I don't go off campus a lot, so this is going to be a hard <laughs> question for me. Um, but the one place we get a lot of um, food from, it's called Creation. It's right down the road. They have so many different options, so I'd, I'd have to go with them. All right, yeah, I got to check that out. I like the variety. All right, um, now we got some team questions. Who's the funniest person on your team? I'd say Sam. Cause she's corny, but she knows it, and that's her personality. So I love her so much. So Sam. <laughs> All right. Who's the messiest teammate to room with on the road? I haven't roomed with a lot, but I would still pick Sam on that. Just going off the locker room vibes. Hopefully, she's not upset that I put on blast, <laughs> but I'd have to go with Sam with that too. Okay. All right. Now switching over to the coach's mindset. What's your coach's favorite drill? Favorite drill. It depends, but recently, Coach Ivy's really like short long, and you know that really gets the the heart pumping and you know the lungs <laughs> breathing. So I'd say short long. She likes to throw that in sometimes. All right, all right. Now I'll put the coach's hat on you. What's your uh, favorite drill or practice activity? I'd say when we do perfect offense. So we have five um, possessions, and we try to score each time. Um, that's fun. It's always fun to be on offense, not when you're doing perfect defense. Not as, not as fun. Well said. All right. Uh, Maya, what's your favorite? We, you mentioned balance. What's your favorite hobby like outside of sport? I do like to nap. It's not a hobby, but 
I started reading. Um, that's been enjoyable. So I've recently been reading about finance. I'm taking some finance courses right now. So that's something that's been really interesting to me, venture capital, that kind of stuff. So just trying to read more. Awesome. Yeah, that's on, that's on my book list too. Uh, last one of our rapid fire, coffee or tea? And what's your go-to order? I'd say tea. And the funny thing is I don't drink tea a lot, but I don't drink coffee either. Uh, I had a Starbucks gift card in my wallet for, it had to be at least a year that I gave up to my teammates and they were so grateful. So, but I'd say tea if I ever have to go somewhere. Respect. Okay. So in closing here, Maya, uh, we talked about your daily schedule. You got quite the grind going on at Notre Dame right now. What's on your daily grind uh, later this year, back half of 2022? Um, right now it's kind of up in the air right now. I'm trying to get drafted, hopefully, or if I get an additional year, I'll come back and play. But either way, I want to get drafted in the WNBA. So that's what I've been working on. And of course, I also want to graduate and get my master's. So two things coming up soon. Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like quite the plan. As we say in the podcast, keep up the grind. Maya, you have quite the inspirational story. Do you have a worthy to motivate our listeners out there, even a quote or a saying? Um, I wouldn't say I have a saying, but one thing I have for this year, I call it Maya 2.0 and I have it in my room and it's just three words to think of and it's health, appreciation and faith. And that's something that I'm able to look at every day. So I think I'd like to encourage the listeners just to think of what do you want to work on and what three words kind of encompass what you want or what you need to think of to get to your daily goal or your goal in the future and just remember it, write it down somewhere you can see it and just try to live your life by that. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's the mantra for today's episode and for the week. Uh, really well said. Perfect for today's episode and your story and what it all encompasses. Last but not least, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, want to follow you, how can they do so after the podcast? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram, MACD underscore 15, and on Twitter at MyDot underscore 15. Please reach out if you have any questions or you need any help. Um, I wouldn't be here with my without my village and the amount of people that I've been able to talk to. So feel free to hit me up if you need to. Wonderful. We'll put Maya's contact info in the show notes. As always, thanks again for tuning today's episode. A big thank you to Maya for being on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian.